One, two, three, four, I'm testing. Yo, what is up? What is cracking? What is cracking? What is cracking, my people? What is up? You are tuned in to a brand new episode of ADQ's Renaissance. I am your host, Adrian Dion Quarles, better known as ADQ. I am back. Been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with a jump off, yo. Um, so it's like, it's been three months since my last episode, you know, shout out to James Lyons, who I had on my last episode. And I thought, let me take a moment, live life, breathe, realize what I'm doing and see what direction I'm going with my podcast. Also, I want to shout out to Ronza Graves. She got a new podcast popping off. Love it. Shout out to Jennifer Hoppins and uh, her son, Elliot Hoppins. Shout out to them, too. They got a new podcast. Welcome to the podcast space. There's room for everybody. And and also, Taranza and uh, Jennifer and Elliot, you know, these are people who I share the stage with. So, shout out to them and their podcast. Um, so I wanted to talk today about something that is very near and dear to me. Today, I'm going to talk about my weight loss. Yes. Um, over the course of 2023, I've been focusing a little bit less on podcasting and the arts and everything and a whole lot more on my weight loss. When I first started ADQ's Renaissance, I was weighing 302 pounds. 302 pounds, man. Look, 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 look. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep it a whole buck with you all. I'm five foot six. When you five foot six, 302 pounds don't look that good. You know what I'm saying? Personally, I'm going to get into all of that. But before I do, <laughs> Excuse me. So, I'm back in the theater. I am back in the theater. I am back in the theater. Um, this time we're going big time with it. Um, I am going to be in As You Like It over at the University of North Carolina School School of the Arts. As You Like It. It will be a musical uh production of As You Like It. Yes, yeah, somebody somewhere took the um took as you like it, the classic Shakespearean play, and adapted it. It was Shayna, uh, Shayna Tobe, and Laurie Woolery. Music and lyrics by Shayna Tobe. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful piece that they've written, and I'm going to be a part of it. Hey, ADQ gets to be another in another musical. I have not done I have not done a musical since Assassins. Last year when I was Sam Bick. Um, now you probably want you will probably hear this and think, how in the world your black behind end up in a musical at the university and at the school of the arts with the pickles? Here's how. Um, the the, the director um explained this to um uh, all the cast members, uh Mr. Andy Pears. There is this program at this theater in New York, I forget where. 
um, where, you know, it's a professional theater and whatnot, but they um, invite members of the community to come and perform with the uh, professional cast in a theatrical production. And I think they do it uh, annually. So to replicate that particular program, uh, the School of the Arts is doing the same thing. Uh, uh, Mr. Paris is doing the same thing through the theater program and they put out a call for community actors and though i don't particularly like calling myself a community actor that's what i've been for the past uh, for the past 16 years 15 16 years um i performed the collegiate plays i performed in professional plays in my professional plays but mostly um community plays and you know i'm like I'm not the biggest Shakespeare fan, but whenever I get a chance to go at with Shakespeare, let's go. And it's a musical. Anybody who knows ADQ knows that I have a heavy background in musical theater. So this podcast is about my weight loss, not about my uh, new theatrical journey. But, yo, check, come check me out in um, As You Like It over at the School of the Arts, uh, November 9th, 2023, uh, 7.30 p.m., November 10th, 2023. 7.30 p.m. November 11th, uh, 7.30 p.m. Um, November 12th will be a 2 o'clock matinee. November 16th, 7.30. November 17th, 7.30. And November 18th, 7.30. Over at the Freeman Theater, 1533 South Main Street in Winston-Salem. And yes, it'll be my second straight play in Winston-Salem. Ticket prices are $30 for adults and $25 for students. And if you want, if you would like to purchase them, um, go to uncsa.edu/performances/events202311099. Dash as dash you dash like dash it dot aspx. That's how you could come check out the performance. Hope you come check it out. And yes, it, it will be my second performance in a row in Winston Salem. Um, my last one was Figures in Blue. Shout out to uh Ariana. Shout out to Gene. Had fun doing it. I love it. Was a it was a serious role. I love it when I get to do a serious role. So it's been a nice theatrical year for ADQ. Now, with that being said, I'm gonna tap out for a second here, and when I come back, I'm going to tell you in full detail about my weight loss journey why 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 here's why because people have been acting like i discovered fire so i'm going to go into detail all right this adq's renaissance y'all keep it locked
black love and honor, blood love and hate, you know what the fuck you want, man. y'all welcome back to adq's renaissance i am adq so i am going to go in full detail about this all right full detail all right so check me out um last year juneteenth i performed at i performed at juneteenth LaBelle Park here in Greensboro last year, and you know my home and uh, my homegirl Keisha uh recorded it. She plays back for me. I'm devastated. I'm not devastated because of my performance because I knew that I tore the mic up. I know that I tore the stage up. When I say I perform, I perform poetry. Nah, I did my thing with the poetry, but my parents. Just sent shockwaves throughout my entire psyche. I was in every way possible disgusted with my appearance. 1,000%. 1 million percent. 1 billion percent. Very disgusted with my appearance. Um, now, prior... Prior to me seeing that footage, I was feeling myself a little bit because New Year's Eve 2021, I stepped on the scale and I weighed 304 pounds. 304 pounds. You know what I'm saying? 304 pounds. Not good. And somehow I lost seven pounds getting my weight down to 297. Um, a couple of coworkers say, "Hey, hey, Mister Q, you look like you're getting smaller. Hey, hey, Q, you getting thick? You getting thin in the waist?" And you know, I'm feeling myself a little bit. But then I look at myself on camera. Now I've acted. Now I perform. Now all through 2021, I performed the guys' night. Yeah, I was fat. I was very. I was disgusted with my parents in that. Love my performance. Disgusted with my parents. I performed in uh, Confessions of the Heart. Couldn't really see how big I was, but you could see my face. Um, I performed in season screenings. 
Very disgusting, my appearance. You know what I'm saying? Very disgusting. Love my baby locks, though. Um, performed in... Um, performed in... Performed in... Um, um, oh, stack on. By the way... By the way... Uh, Confessions of the Heart can be seen on Goodly Frame Theater website. Also, uh, also, season screenings you can see it on YouTube, and probably uh, the 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 Spring Theater website. Um, Identity, the movie Identity, which is on Tubi. I play a bishop. Huge. I'm huge in it. Like huge. Doing some of my best acting. Uh, may a cam may a, a un unlisted cameo in um Sacred Path at the end. Me looking like a round orange in the daggone jumpsuit, standing next to main man. R.I.P. to the brother. So I'm looking at myself in these films on camera, and I'm like I'm fat, but you know I'm not really paying that much attention to it. I'm just like, hey, I'm in the film. But then when my poetry is filmed. That's what just set off all the alarms for me. It set off all the alarms. So, I knew I had to do something about this. I knew I had to do something about this. You know, I've been fat-shamed. Um, I knew I had to do something about this. I've went to the gym many 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 times in search of a healthier body it didn't work for whatever reason i probably gained muscle weight i don't know because you know when i work out i work out pretty hard but it just didn't work for whatever reason so i decided to just go cold turkey take out as many processed foods out of my life as possible Pizza, gotta go. Sandwiches, gotta go. Ranch dressing, gotta go. We are we're not gonna be full fledged vegan, but we are gonna go as quick. We're gonna go as close to veganism as possible. You know what I'm saying? Um. So at first, I um started eating oatmeal, which I still eat oatmeal every single day. At first, I started eating oatmeal. And um, if I would eat lunch, it'd be it'd be light butter popcorn, and and I would have salad with popcorn seasoning on it for dinner. Salad, popcorn seasoning, and my uh and my sweet would be a banana. Well, now like. A little bit, a little, uh, a little bit over a year later. Now it's still oatmeal in the morning. Um, now I eat vegetarian chili for lunch at work, and I also eat um, either organic popcorn, homestyle butter popcorn, light butter popcorn for dinner because my mindset is in my in my respective field of work. I need oatmeal. I need them carbs. I need that energy. Oh yeah, and I drink and I drink at least 
two, three cups of coffee, but I wash it down with a bunch of water. All I drink is coffee and water. Now, in my particular field of work, I need the carbs that oatmeal provides for me to get through the day, through uh, the first half of the day. Um, lunchtime come around, I feel like lunch should be my largest meal. That's why, you know, I take in the chili and, you know, a banana. Dinner should be my lightest meal because two, three, four, five out, two, three, four, five hours after dinner, I'm going to sleep. You know what I'm saying? And I try to knock out some push-ups before I go to sleep. Like I did some, like I just did like 130 push-ups tonight. We're going to get to the push-ups in a minute. So, so, so for someone who is trying to lose weight or get healthy, exercise is 40% of it. 60% of it is what you eat. Hey, what nutrients are going into your body and how does your body respond to it, right? So, I changed the way I eat. I was good for eating a whole bunch of cookies, which I still love my cookies, but I don't eat them regularly. I was I was good for eating a whole bunch of pizza. Still love my pizza, but I don't eat regularly. Cheat day, bi-monthly. I have I still it's been almost two years since I ordered a Domino's pizza. Um, and I could smash me a Domino's pizza, bro. So I knew that I have a left knee that is never again going to be 100%. It's never going to be 100%. And I have plantar fasciitis in my right foot from walking around as a, a lot as a, a assistant teacher um, while weighing 304 pounds. And a lot of the weight just, I don't know, caused some type of inflammation in my uh, right foot. So I knew I had that going on. So I knew I had to exercise at my pace. I did not follow any diet plans. I followed the ADQ diet, which I now call in alive because the word diet has the word die in it. And I'm not dead. I'm very much alive. So. So I started walking. Walked. I started walking three miles. I said, I'm going to start walking three miles, four times a week. And then four miles, and then three miles became four miles, four miles became five miles, five miles became six miles. Now, on, I work as a substitute teacher, you know, when I'm not doing art, that's my nine to five substitute teacher. And if I don't have to be at work until 8.45 or 9 o'clock, I'm up at like 4, 4 or 5 o'clock, trying to knock out at least 7 miles. You know what I'm saying? On the weekend, I'm knocking out 10 miles. And I want to follow the Nation of Islam pattern of eating. The pattern, Their pattern of eating is eating one meal a day. Now, in this episode, I'm going to have uh, an excerpt that uh, Brother Nuri Muhammad um, explain how eating one meal a day of uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan recommends eating one meal at four o'clock. Now, 
Now, earlier today, someone told me that they passed out from fasting. I'm sorry, you're not going to tell me that fasting is going to, is making you unhealthy or whatever. Were you dehydrated? Did you drink a bunch of water? You know what I'm saying? If you're fasting and you drink a bunch of water, you're good. Unless it's Ramadan. And I've never participated in Ramadan. But my point is, my point is, um, during the weekend, I fast until I have to go to work or whenever I try, I cut, I try to cut off my eating. I try to cut off my eating by, by, uh, five o'clock, six o'clock at the latest. Sometimes it depends on seven o'clock. It happens. Um, and then the rest, and then the rest of the time is a fast, which, you know, that's what breakfast is. You breaking the fast. Any amount of time you go without eating, you're fasting. Um, and to maintain the fast, sometimes I'll drink a decaf coffee at night or just drink a bunch of water. So, uh, on, so on the weekend, the fast plus I'll walk 10 miles that has helped tremendously in the weight loss. And by doing this, going from walking four times a week, to five times a week, to six times a week, now walk every day. Unless it's raining or unless I'm just really, 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 really tired. And um, in recent months, I've started implementing push-ups. Push-ups, bench dips, and recently squats. Because I noticed as I was starting to lose weight, you know, my, 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 my stomach and my chest and my arms were really saggy. But, you know, now I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little bit more toned up. And by the way, I still have yet to go into a gym. It's still been like a good two years since I've been to the gym. So now I do, uh, now I try to like, it's like an exit ticket. I try to like knock out 100 push-ups, 100 bench dips, 100, um, I mean, 50 to 100 squats before I leave out the house and get on my walk. And I do this. I do this pretty much every day. And it's just a process, you know. It's a process. And as of right now, I weigh 193 pounds. And it's looking like I'm on my way to 192. See, my original goal was to get down to 197 because I was 197. Um, Thanksgiving 2016 when I started gaining weight. But now I'm at 193. And once I hit my goal, I was like, well, daggone, look like, what do I do now? And my and my decision was, shoot, now that I conquered this goal, give myself another goal. It's been a long time since I weighed 180. I haven't seen 180. Since probably fifth grade. So that's what I'm trying that's what I'm trying to work on now. People have asked me, they say, Adrian, why are you trying to lose so much weight? Why? Could it be because of your childhood? I'd say there's a small minuscule effect that my childhood has on my weight loss journey as it stands right now i would say that my childhood you know i was 
bullied and fat shamed and all of that from every from every which way corner I was. But when I look back, but now I think it's a whole lot simpler than that. I'm just I just I just like being small. I love how I look smaller. Man, when I started this whole pro when I started this whole journey, um I said I want to be a skinny ADQ and I made that hashtag and I just been keeping it, you know. Some people call me skinny ADQ every time they see me. Hey, skinny ADQ. Which I'm not skinny, skinny. I'm small I'm smaller than I was. Like uh, a friend of mine, Pete Turner, looked at me and said, you're half the man you used to be because, you know, I lost 111 pounds, so I lost pretty much a whole eighth, uh, 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 probably like a 10-year-old or something. <laughs> but, you know, it's very important for people to love the skin they're in and be comfortable with who and what they are as human beings yes but i can honestly say that i'm a lot more comfortable with the skin that i'm in uh when i'm looking at a smaller version of myself i hated being fat man i had stomach pains back pains the muscle in my side would just randomly pull every now all the time when when i would do some of the most if some of the most simplest things like if i was sitting in the car and if i sneeze what man oh man i am talking about pain pain bro i remember when i started uh started my weight loss journey i was like at two i remember i was like at two 89 or something and i walked by the store told his told, told told the owner that i'm about to lose weight i'm trying to lose weight he laughed at me now when you see me now next time you see me gonna be like man you smaller than i am because he said something that really 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 something that we really 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 need to think about most people start a weight loss process but end up giving up on it within a couple of weeks i've done that i start i've started and stopped a weight loss process plenty of times and that's part of the reason why i go hard because there I, there'll be times when i will go on full-on exercise binges just you know getting it in exercising 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 and then like take a whole month off and take like a good three months to get back started right i don't want to do that i want to be on this exercise thing i want this to be my lifestyle for the rest of my life like for real i want this to be part of my regular lifestyle and it's been consistency i mean i would tell anybody that's what has got the thing done i mean i can walk 10 miles today but it ain't gonna do nothing if i'm back to eating pizza and cookies one woman asked me how'd you do it how'd you do it because i got diabetes 
and then I see pictures of her at IHOP with her son. I'm going to tell you, unless it's a cheat, unless you've been exercising and dieting for like 50, for like five months, and you're giving yourself a cheat day, IHOP ain't going to do nothing but make things worse. I will, I will, I will recommend adapting a Dr. CB, a Dr. Sebi type, type, uh, type eating health, health plan. I don't like to say diet, but health plan, Dr. Sebi, you know what I'm saying? Also, um, I've talked to women who would spend hours cooking food late at night. And like like it was a project or something. If it's late at night, eat popcorn. If you if you really have to eat something, eat popcorn. Eat a banana. Drink a bunch of water till you're not hungry anymore. But a whole meal late at night, bad idea. That's how you'll put on weight. Trust me. Trust me. That this the, the overweight lifestyle. I've lived it my whole life except for 20 let's see i say 2012 and 2014 both years i lost astronomical amounts of weight you know what i'm saying and now we can put 2022 now we can put 2021 through 20 i mean now we can put 2022 and 2023 on that list i know the overweight lifestyle i know eating pizza and I know eating pizza and um, eating a whole packet of cookies for dinner and dessert. I know that. I've done it plenty of times. I know that going, yo, when I was a teenager, when I was a teenager, man, there would be times when I would fry an egg sandwich, an egg and bologna sandwich, pack it with mayonnaise, and fry the bread. How did that not clog my arteries only God knows. So I know the whole unhealthy life. I know eating crap very well. But I would say the biggest thing that turned me towards my current health journey is the fact that I'm 38 years old. I'm 38 and I will be 40 Two years are going to fly by and I'm going to, and I'm going to be 40. And it's a fact that the older you get, the harder it is to manage your weight. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to like get a lock on this while I still have a three in front of my age. While I'm still young enough to get up and go. Like I'm like, like, like another thing, this drive has reminded me of who I am. You know what I'm saying? I am that guy who gets obsessively who gets obsessed with something that he's passionate about that's why i've done so many so much theater i get i'm i'm a passionate guy another thing i've done the um i've 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 been on this journey because you know i hope to do more films it'd be nice to see a smaller me on film but I would say to anybody, you got to be consistent, man. You got to be consistent. That's that's the key thing, consistent. They say it, may, they say it takes 25 days to start a habit, right? 
Make it, uh, keep that habit going for for 50 days. Then 100 days. You know what I'm saying? I've consistently been on this process, this journey, for, thir- for, for 15 months. It's been 15 months. 15 months. That's like almost a that's almost a year and a half. Has it been easy? No, it hasn't been easy. Has it been completely undoable? No. It's doable. Just gotta devote yourself to it. People keep on telling me, I can't go without this, I can't go without that, I can't do this, I can't do that. That's your problem. If you defeat yourself from a weight loss goal or any goal. If you take that defeatist mindset, then you have defeated yourself before you even started. How about the how about replacing the I can't to I'll try? And that I'll try turns into a triumph. It has turned into it will turn into a triumphant endeavor. Because if you, I've learned this myself over this process. I'm telling you, this process has told me a lot about myself. It's reminded me of just who I am, how I get down. I don't accept defeat. I don't accept BS. I'm a fire. I go, I go, I go, I go, I go, so I can't go no more. <clears throat> Sorry for coughing right into y'all's ears. One thing that this whole process has taught me is, you never know what you can do until you just go ahead and try and do it. I didn't think that. I didn't think. Yeah, I said I want to lose a hundred. I, I said I, I said I want to get down to one hundred and ninety-seven pounds. While I was weighing 304 pounds and eating a pizza with my homegirl, I said that. But I didn't think I would actually do it. But I did it, man. And I'm in the best shape of my life. I am in the best shape of my life. Trust me. When I tell you, I am in the best shape of my life. I'm in better shape at 38 than I was at 28, 18, and even 8. You know why? Because I have been feeling my... I have been filling my body with so many minerals and vegetables and stuff on a consistent basis and drinking and drinking more water on a consistent basis than ever. Excuse me. I was still eating crap when I lost weight in 2012. I was still eating crap when I lost weight in 2014. Now, you know, I try to go for the raw foods. Like recently, I made like a batch of chili. I make a batch of chili every. I make a batch of vegetarian chili every single week. I put a whole bunch of cucumbers in there, onions in there, mushrooms in there. You know what I'm saying? Vegetables are your friend. McDonald's is your enemy. All fast food is your enemy. Oh, man! They talk about how guns not how guns. Cancer, all that will kill you. They don't say how McDonald's will kill you. 
And if you ever go, and if you ever notice, in predominantly black parts of town, that's where they have all the fast foods at. They have very, very, very little health vegan spots, plant-based spots. Let's talk about plant-based. One thing they see, I actually managed to lose 11 pounds in the summer of 2020, but gained it all back because I kept because I wouldn't stop eating those burritos in the frozen section at Walmart. Check me out. Them things are not healthy. I don't care how many green labels they have on them. Anything that's out of the anything that's out of the frozen section is not healthy. It's not healthy. It's processed. It's processed and uh, has a ton of sodium in it. Not good for you. So I say stop saying what you can't do and damn do it, man. Do it. You say you can't walk 10 miles, prove yourself wrong and walk 10 miles. Turn your music up, find a list of great podcasts, and get to going. Hell, you can listen to ADQ's Renaissance. So that's how I did it. That's how I did it. I didn't discover fire, but I did discover ADQ. So, that being said... I am going to read for you all an excerpt of from the Brother Files and from How to Eat to Live before I let you all go. And now you know how I lost 111 pounds, how I got from 304 pounds to 193 pounds. Yeah, that's 311. That's 111 pounds. All right, y'all keep it live. This ADQ's Renaissance. Elijah Mohammed's How to Eat to Live. I knew it. Just what joy do you get out of trying to crush all of my dreams, Huey? Do you know how long I wanted to own my own restaurant? Three weeks at Sunday dinner. That was the first time you mentioned it. And you only started doing the stupid Sunday dinner thing because you saw soul food on cable. We're going to pause this for the benefit of all y'all who never saw Soul Food. Soul Food is a movie about a big, humongous black grandmother, aptly named Big Mama. Big Mama demonstrates her love by feeding herself and her offspring enormous amounts of kid larvae. Then, get this, Big Mama's arteries are so clogged, they got to amputate her arm. It was her leg. Right, okay, whatever, leg. Then, she dies of a heart attack. Or another stroke, or something. God called her home. And what does the family do after she dies? They get together for a Sunday dinner and eat the same food that just killed Big Mom. The same food! They didn't learn a lesson. Nobody went on a diet, and that's the end of the movie. Sunday dinners was my idea. They got that from me. Something wrong? Look, Ed, I'm sorry. We so he said eat one meal a day. He said eating three meals a day will wear out the stomach of even a brass monkey, he said. Well, everybody thought that, you know, I'm supposed to be eating three meals a day. That's what I've been taught all of my, my life. And I even was told that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Question is, is it in the scripture? Where'd you get it from? God didn't say it, Kellogg said it. And they were trying to get you to buy the cereal that they was producing. So, so 
when you go and look at the digestion, it takes 24 hours to digest one meal, to go from the uh, large to uh, intestine, small intestine, and to make it all the way out the system for the body to break it down and extract the benefit and get rid of the waste. It takes 24 hours to break down one meal. Well, that means that if I eat two meals, I'm living two days. Peace, peace, peace. All right, so I'm back with a couple of excerpts from some books that I'm reading. For I believe that reading exercises the mind, and if you do not exercise the mind, then you will go dumb. You do not want that. So, I'm reading. So, right now the books that I'm working on are um, I'm working on Up From Slavery by Booker T. Washington. I listened to the full audiobook of uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X, uh, brilliantly read by Joe Morton. I would have loved. However, though, I now know that there are a lot of chapters missing from the autobiography of Malcolm X. So, you know, I would love to get, uh, get a hold of those chapters and read some more. Um. I was reading The Miseducation of the Negro by Carl G. Woodson, but then put it down. Then pick it back up. Um, Can't Hurt Me by uh, um, um, David Goggins, you know, working on that one. Uh, the 50th Law by 50 Cent and uh, David. Dang it. Same dude who wrote The 48 Laws of Power. Robert Green, I'm tripping. Robert Green, Robert Green, and I'm also reading the Browder from the Browder Files by uh, Anthony Browder, and I'm about to dive into and get into um, Message to the Black Man in America by the Honorable uh, Elijah Muhammad. But in the, but let's talk about. How to Eat to Live by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and um, The Browder Files by Dr. Anthony Browder. All right, so here's a chapter that said that is Eat, Drink, and Be Merry, Diet and African Americans. Check me out. Ham, potato, french fries, pork chop, ice cream, eggnog, chitlins, yuck. Chitlins, T-bone steak, cakes, pies, cookies, cornbread, macaroni, and cheese, wine, liquor, and beer. Face it, black folks buy and consume a lot of food and drink during the Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's holiday season. Though you eat, drink, and make merry, wishing the good cheer of a long life, peace, and prosperity, the food choices that you may make, you, that you make may end your life prematurely. I think I'll have an excerpt from Huey Freeman uh, in the boondocks explaining why the repeated, uh, the repeated weekly eating of all of that soul food in the movie soul food 
was very problematic. Did you see how much grease that they used? Oh my goodness. And did you see how big mama had to have up? Uh, spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Soul Food been out since 97. So you haven't seen it by now. Sucks for you. Uh, big mama had to have her leg amputated because of diabetes. And she ended up dying. Yeah. And what happened to Big Mama happens to black people on a regular basis because a lot of us, because diabetes, nobody has that, no other uh, ethnic group um, has succumbed to diabetes more than black people. <clears throat> Why? Because all of the crap that I just read, we consume on a regular basis. I consumed it on a regular basis before rabbit food came came into my life. Let's see. Without a doubt, by eating foods fried in heavy grease and with excessive concentrations of sugar and salt, you may be feasting your way to an early grave. We definitely allow the killer to run loose in the black community. This killer is responsible for more deaths than drugs or black-on-black -black crime. This killer makes all age groups its victims, stalking its prey during all hours of the day and night. This killer is responsible for the high infant mortality rate and the slow, miserable death of many of our senior citizens. This killer is the diet of the African-American people. Now, let's get down to this. This is a good one. Cancer of the colon is the most common form of cancer in blacks. Um... Three years ago, 2020, the great Chadwick Boseman died from cancer. The great Chadwick Boseman, who's, um, who's one of the greatest actors of all time, died from colon cancer. He was suffering from colon cancer while he was the black, while he was portraying T'Challa in the Black Panther. Colon cancer is intricately related to diet as alcoholism is related to drinking or lung cancer and smoking. I don't know how uh, uh, Chadwick, brother Chadwick um, contracted cancer. You know, he looked like he was in really good shape up until the end when he looked like he was thin as a pencil. The colon is an essential part of the digestive system. If we are dying because our food is not being properly digested, then we must reconsider the foods that we put into our bodies. The body is basically designed to heal itself. It has the capacity to regenerate over 2 billion new cells every day. Now, in the clip that I'm going to play from Brother Nuri Muhammad, he talks about how the body takes... The, uh, the 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 uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad. And side note, I I, I address him as the honorable Elijah Muhammad. I have respect for him and all his followers in the nation of Islam. I'm not Muslim, just throwing that out there. But I do love a lot of things that they have to say. Um, brother Nuri Muhammad talks about how. It, they recommend eating one meal a day because it takes the body precisely 24 hours to digest, break down, 
a whole meal, one whole meal into the large into the from the larger intestine to the small intestine, extract the nutrients and and put the waste into the colon, which will which should come out as your poopity scoop, right? So someone can say that fasting and eating one meal a day is not healthy. Eh, bull crap. Between Dr. Between Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X, you tell me between the two of them who looked the healthiest. So I'm gonna run down this list that uh Dr. Browder made and then we're gonna get into um how to eat to live. Stay interested in your health and nutrition. Cut down on food intake. Remove foods high in sugar content. Candies. I love me some Werther's, so yeah, I got to cut that. Candies, cakes, pies, rolls, ice cream, and refined sugar. Replace junk foods with fruits, fruit juices, and nuts. Watch the sugar that's in fruit juices. Watch the sugar. A lot of them have a lot of sugars. Replace dairy products such as milk and eggs with their organic counterparts. I drink almond milk and oat milk. Organic foods are those produced by nature, such as fresh fruits and vegetables. Replace meats with organic chicken and fish. I'm vegetarian. Completely remove all inorganic foods from your diet. That is all synthetic, highly processed, man-made foods. If it comes in the box, it ain't good for you. Work towards being a healthy and vigorous individual. Fast one day a week. Drink two glasses of water room temperature. Yeah. It's better to it's better to drink room temperature water. It's healthier. Now, cold water tastes better, but room temperature water is better because it helps cleanse the system. But free but cold water can freeze the uh the art the the blockages that form in your arteries. Water helps eliminate toxins in the body and flushes the body to help prevent colds and flu. I hardly ever get sick. I just like to throw that out there. I hardly ever get sick. If you are sick, sufficient amounts of water can reduce the complication of fever. Water is the oldest, safest diuretic known. Monitoring your urine will tell you about the the quantity of water in the body. Your urine should be clear and not yellow. Body poisons are released through the kidneys. Sufficient water reduces the risk of infection because of over-concentration in urine. And real quick, the eight causes of illness and death among African Americans. High blood pressure, lung cancer, prostate cancer, breast and cervical cancer, diabetes, obesity, HIV, and AIDS, trauma. The way we eat affect is affected, uh, affects a lot of those. Now, how to eat the liver real quick.
Let's see, chapter 37, how they eat to live. Of all thousands and tens of thousands of instruction items on health issued by doctors and scientists regarding the type of food we should eat, none of them is equal to the way that Allah in the person of Master Far Muhammad, to whom praise is due forever, has taught us. Eating one meal a day, one meal every other day, or one meal every three days is a better way to obtain good health and live and long life than all the tens of thousands of pamphlets and doc and books authored by doctors, quack doctors, and would-be doctors. The divine points out the best way that will produce good health. We should not stuff our stomachs with food just because we have the food to put in our stomachs three times a day. Some people are foolish enough to think eating three or four times a day is really the way to obtain good health. But take a second thought of what you are doing. You keep your stomach working all the time trying to digest surplus food for which your stomach has not even asked. Let's get down to this. The pig eats all the time. The chicken eats all the time. As long as you give them food to eat. Span of life is significant short, significantly short. Let us try not to eat so much meat, especially animal flesh. No meat is good for good health and longevity. We must stop eating meat gradually because actually meat is not by nature a food for human consumption. Eating one meal a day or once every two days with no meals between gives the body time to rest the digestive machinery after the previous meal. This gives blood time to purify itself of the poison from the last meal. So, take that how you will. Me, I do the whole one meal a day thing on the weekends. So, I'm ADQ, and that was from the Brother Files and How to Eat to Live.